Welcome to Lost in Revision. All of our content is public domain, literature, fairy tales, and folklore. Our goal is to at least break even to cover our expenses. So any support that you can offer to help us reach that goal helps keep this podcast going and you entertained. All of our music is by Nathan Hubble and is used with his permission. Thanks and enjoy the show. Chapter 3 Paul's Boyhood Part 2 When his father came that way shortly afterward, he was struck with the strange change that had taken place. "'Where are the logs?' he shouted. He called up to the cabin for his wife to come at once. "'What can have happened to all the logs that were piled here?' he asked her in bewilderment, pointing to the empty banks of the stream. But she was as astonished as he, and could not give him the least help in the matter. Then, all at once, a worried look came into her eyes, and she turned to him. And Paul! Where is Paul? she cried. He was playing near this very spot just a short while ago. I'll bet that youngster has something to do with my missing logs, growled his father. I'll soon find him all right, as he must have drifted down river with them. So off he started, hurrying along the bank, and keeping sharp eyes turned on the stream, where he expected every moment to see some sign of his young son in company with the disappearing logs. He began to doubt his solution of the mystery, however, after he had traveled for many miles and had not yet found the least evidence of boy or timber having recently come that way. Then, all at once, he knew he was on the right track, for a log, one of the missing ones he was sure, drifted past him. He was surprised that it should have come from above him, but back he turned and hurriedly retraced his steps. He was beginning to share some of his wife's worries about their missing son, and he moved along as fast as his feet could carry him. It was almost night when he finally overtook Paul and the logs, far up the river past the cabin. The child, thinking to imitate his father, had dumped all the logs into the stream, and, in his unavailing attempts to make them into a raft as he had seen his father do once before, he had become confused in his directions. As a result, he had headed up the river instead of in the other direction, and aided only by a long, tough pole, he had taken the drive upstream against the strong current. From poling so many logs up over rapids and waterfalls, the child was very tired when his father finally caught up with him, and he was quite willing to abandon his play and trot along home to supper. As Paul grew a little older, he got into the habit of wandering far away from home, and often his father had to make long searches for him. Finally, in order to make the boy's tracks easy to follow on his future excursions, his parents fixed his son's initials on the bottoms of his shoes with big hobnails. As a result, wherever Paul went, he left his mark with every track. He was so young that he didn't notice this much at first, but nothing ever escaped him for long, 
and when he did discover it, he began to get a great deal of fun out of stamping his initials into everything he came to. It was not very long before all the trees, rocks, and everything else for miles around bore the evidence of his new sport, so that soon it became hard for him to find a place where he could stamp P.B. without having the new letters become lost among the thousands of earlier sets of his initials. He was tickled when he finally found a nice, smooth, unmarked surface, even though it was in a somewhat awkward position. He soon discovered how to make use of it, however, and it was a sight well worth seeing to watch him perform his newest stunt. He would stand in the middle of the cabin floor, jump straight up in a sort of flip-flop, and stamp P.B. on the ceiling above where he had just stood. He had to stop doing this one day, sad to relate, on account of a strange disaster which befell him. Seeking to impress his initials on the ceiling extra hard, this time he stamped with such force that he went feet first right on through the ceiling and ripped the roof off the house. Thanks for joining us today. Check us out on Patreon. You can help us meet our small goal of breaking even and covering our expenses. Your support helps pay for all of the things that podcasting requires and helps keep this show alive and growing. If you can't afford to support us financially, go give us a good review, subscribe or follow, and share with your friends and family. Feel free to fact check us and offer suggestions to make our show better for you. You can also send us an email at lostinrevisionpodcast at gmail.com. There's a lot more waiting for us all at the end of the road.